Welcome to Side Effects with an A. When effect is normally used, it's a noun. It's already occurred. Effect is a verb meaning action. Action influences outcomes. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. We will provoke you to think differently. Side Effects, where problems are defined, solutions exposed. Welcome to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. How are you today? Well, I'm doing all right today, but I'm a little stressed out about my holiday lights. So you're putting so, up Christmas lights. Well, I'm a little delayed because my Christmas tree is having some poltergeist with the lights. Some are on, some are off. So deci- decided to take them all off last night and just start over with brand new lights. Isn't it a mystery when you when you plug in your Christmas tree? Especially, pre, is your tree pre-lit? It was, it was given to me by a friend who had it professionally lit. So it, the lights are on there like in, in an unbelievable fashion, wrapped around every single little branch. So I would consider that pre-lit. Okay, so think of this. So someone gave me a pre-lit tree. So they gave it to you. They did. She wasn't going to do Christmas anymore. It was a beautiful tree. Maybe it wasn't working. When she gave it, it to you. No, it was. I've used it the last couple of years, and I know it's it's a wonderful tree, but I have had it. So I had patches of lights on and off, and I just decided to undo them. So for three hours, I sat and undid little tiny branches of lights so that I could then start over and relight my tree. Wow. Yeah. That's fun, isn't it? I was very stressed out about it. But the one thing that I kept thinking about is our colleague, Dave Homan who lights his whole entire yard and house and then sets it to music. So I kept saying, Emery, if Dave can do that, you can take lights off of one tree. It'll be okay. Yeah, it's, it's, it's Christmas mayhem at Dave Holman's house. Yes. If you've ever been by, matter of fact, we're going to give you his address. It's 725 Spring Mill Drive, Springboro, Ohio. And um, you don't even really have to know the address. You just kind of <laughs> go get towards to the lights, right? <laughs> yeah. And it, you're going to think it's an airport, and it's not. It's Dave's. It's Dave's house. Yeah, it's I think very the last cool. time I talked to him, fifty thousand lights. I'm going to ask him. Fifty oh, fifty two thousand lights. Uh, it's set to music. Um, it's unbelievable. Sometimes you'll drive down the street and you can actually get close to his house. Sometimes you can't because there's car after car after car. Yeah, it's really, it's a fun holiday tradition. I always take my kids. But seriously, we were talking about stress um, this morning. And I tongue in cheek say that that was, you know, a severe amount of stress. But in the moment, it was. In the moment of taking those lights off my tree and feeling despair that I'm already weeks behind in getting my Christmas decorations up, I was really stressed out. Yeah, because you have expectations. Right. right? I think this is going to take me an hour. It takes me three I've got kids, I've got work, I've got all this stuff. And then on top of that, we stack the holidays on top of all of this, right? which leads to a lot of stress. It does. And we talk about the holidays as being with family and friends and being joyful and being grateful and thankful. And many people are all of those things. But what we forget about is that some people are, are sad or lonely or are missing a loved one or stressed because they can't spend the money they want to to buy that perfect gift for their kid. And so we want to just talk about what resources are available to employees and employers in order to help with stress, not just during the holidays. It's heightened now, but really throughout the whole entire year. Yeah, because for most people, uh, I mean, HR is a tremendous resource for people. And in, in your organization, it should be a really safe place to go. But for a lot of employees, they're, they're afraid. Like, do I really want to talk to human resources about 
the fact that I might be going through a divorce or a relationship or I've got financial problems or, uh, you know, my mom and dad are, 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 are sick and they need a nursing home and all of those emotional problems, as much as maybe HR would want to help them and could help them, for the most part, people are just... Uh, they don't want to walk into HR's office and have that conversation. Right. And and I mean, in HR is, is one, one department, generally one person, maybe two or three. And so what can we offer so that employees have a place to go, a confidential resource 24-7 to help them with stress in the moment? And most employers have an employee assistance plan and may not even know it. So... What is an employee assistance plan? Or what most people refer to as an EAP. Right. So what does that mean? What does it look like? Yeah. And so an EAP is typically a telephonic service. Sometimes it includes in-person visits with counselors to assist employees with any stress-related or any financial-related issues. And that can be issues at work with a coworker, a colleague, your boss. It could be an issue at home with a teenager. Um, just, you know, if any of you have kids and teenagers, you know, in the moment that they are being crazy and they think you're being crazy, it's enough to, to cause you to lose your mind. And so being able to reach out to someone who's a professional counselor on the other end of that line and immediately get some reassurance that you're not the worst parent in the world, your kids will love you again one day, that's helpful. But if employees don't know that this is a service available to them, and many don't, um, they won't know how to reach out. They won't know how to get that help that they need. Yeah, and I think a lot of times employers, one is a lot of uh, most often EAPs can be buttoned onto uh, a long-term disability plan or a life insurance plan. So it's a part of your benefit package, but unfortunately, a lot of times you just gloss over it. Right. right? So people hear it. It's not important to them in the moment, and what we have to be is really intentional about talking to the workforce about when certain things come about. How do I get that resource? So a few things that are really important in regards to an EAP. First of all, it is very confidential. In other words, your employer will never be, uh, will, they, the EAP will not disclose who called or why you called. Right. And that's important because a lot of people are, are, are afraid of that. And I've always had this personal belief, don't leave people alone in their thoughts. So when you have a thought or you're stressful or maybe you've got to go to Christmas dinner at an in-laws that you just and it's just it's wrecking your life. Right. You need someone to talk to and um, more than just a friend. Right. You need a professional. It puts it into perspective. And so a couple of things, um, a couple of facts on on um, stress in the workplace. So. 61% of absences are related to psychological problems. Uh, This from an article that I read. uh, 65 to 85% of terminations are related to a psychological problem. And we say psychological. It doesn't have to be a a clinical diagnosis. Um, It could just be stress-related. 80 to 90% of industrial accidents related to that. 35% of employees on a job less than two years say that they quit due to stress. You know, they say it it costs the... Employers in the United States today, $300 billion. Yeah. And so your article, I know you, you had an article you read. It was a little more recent than mine. It's a few years old, and it said $200 billion. So you see it's growing. Up I mean, significantly. It's significantly. It's, it's just an unbelievable issue. And giving employees an opportunity to deal with that stress in the moment, 
allows it not to build and build and build. It makes it manageable. It doesn't eliminate it. We're always going to have stressors, but it gives them coping abilities to get through that day, that moment, and to continue to grow. So one of the things, too, for our listeners, so we talked about, hey, if you have stress-related issues, you have financial concerns, um, if you have issues in regards to elderly parents, whether it be you know a nursing home or, or home health care, uh, they can help you. They can unpack certain issues. And sometimes in the workforce, we have situations where employees are grieving. We just had that happen inside McGowan Braybender, where maybe you have um, a loss of an employee. We've had that, unfortunately, happen twice. And the workforce has a lot of questions. So EAPs can actually be a resource for your workforce, uh, whether that be telephonic. And also, those resources, they can be on site to meet with people and kind of talk through those emotions uh, in, uh, in the workforce. Yeah. The issue is, is how do we make this available and how do we talk to the workforce about this all the time? So mm-hmm. posters. Um, believe it or not, one of the best places to post information is in the restroom. The back of the bathroom stalls exactly. is an awesome place. Captive audience, at least 30 seconds. So you can get that message out. But putting the number up and making it available um, just makes it easy for people to access it. It also takes away some of the stigma of... You know, I have to go and get the number, and is this, you know, how private is this going to be when I have to, you know, ask someone in HR uh, for this for this contact information? You know, thinking about the benefits, Scott mentioned earlier that many of the ancillary products like life insurance or long-term disability offer an EAP as a part of the line of coverage. You're not even, quote-unquote, paying extra for it, and they're pretty robust EAPs. You can also purchase an EAP product as a standalone. Some of the major medical carriers have it. Um, A lot of the local hospital systems have it. Anyone who would have access to counselors. And it's relatively inexpensive to purchase the service. I know here, like here in Dayton, we have employee care. They do a great job. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just as a reference point, I believe, I'm pretty close here. It's, uh, it's, It's an estimate. But it's about $25 per employee per year. Right. For right. that service. So $2 roughly per employee per month. Right. And it, it covers everyone in the family, not just the employee. And your so, kids. you know, if, you're, if your kids need to reach out to someone or your spouse, it's, it's just a really awesome resource. And um, for every dollar invested into an EAP program, and we, we quoted those numbers earlier, the return is on average 5 to $7. So when you avoid those acts accidents at work, you avoid those absences, you avoid that turnover, and you get an employee that's happy and healthy at home and happy and healthy at work. Um, it just makes everything work so much better. Yeah, and I think one, one of the things that would really help, too, when you're looking for an EAP would be, is there a resource inside of uh, maybe some of the benefit plans that are offered today that are already attached to that. So the first question is, do I have one? (laughs) And and I don't even know it. Right. The second question would be, how how, how valuable is that EAP? Because there's a perception, if it's free, it doesn't have value. That's not necessarily true in the EAP world. Right. Um, So the first question is, do I have one? Yes or no? If, If it's yes, then what value does it bring? So the so the next question would be, is it, is it all telephonic? In other words, if I need if my workforce, if I need an on-site counselor, do I have access to an on-site counselor? Very important question to, uh, uh, to ask. If I don't have one, there's a variety of different sources. 
Um, and there's a variety of different EAPs across the country. So if I have a workforce across the country, I need to make sure that I'm working with an EAP that have access in different locations of parts of the country. If my workforce is in a community like Dayton, Ohio, right. Uh, then I have access to an EAP maybe through a hospital system. That's regional. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so one of the things that's really, um, I think, different now than it was, say, 10 years ago with EAPs is um, many of them do have three to five in-person visits once you've had a telephone call if they feel like you need um, further counseling, right? If the issue's not resolved while you're on the phone. And these are all master's level counselors. When you call in, you're not getting, you know, someone who just got trained on the phones, Um but it, a lot of the EAPs now are coordinating with your health insurance, too. So mental health parity might be something that, that rings a bell with some of you. Um, the law was passed in 2008, but it actually wasn't implemented until 2013. Well, that sort of got lost through the whole ACA and healthcare reform that started um, implementation, really, in, in 2011, passed in 2010. So... Oh, I think everyone's got the Affordable Care Act figured out by now. Oh, yeah, that's we've got that all figured huh. out. So, um, no, but the the 2013 implementation of mental health parity sort of got buried in there. If you recall your renewal at that time, we we came out and told you you got two percent increase on your rates for mental health parity. Well, what does that even mean? And basically, what that meant is that mental health benefits used to have caps on it, so you could go to the counselor, or you could get a visit a certain number of times, and then you were finished. Well, <laughs> what if your problem wasn't resolved? Right. And so mental health parity said, you know what, you can treat people unlimited or ongoing for a physical illness. We should be treating mental illness in the same fashion. And so that released those caps on those services. And so oftentimes, if you exhaust your EAP benefits or you don't have in-person visits, that EAP counselor will work with you and your medical benefits in order to get you the resources you need to get through your situation. Excellent point. So I think a lot of us understand age 26, right? I can cover my dependence. That was a big deal. Elimination of pre-existing conditions. I think that was well exposed and I think it's good for Americans. You're And you're exactly right. I don't think people understand the fact that those limits were taken away. Mm-hmm. Whereas, uh, and then states had regulations. Right. So it, it was, if you lived in the state of Ohio, you had caps. If you lived in Texas, you had caps. Uh, and access to mental health services uh, is a really big deal. It's bigger than drug and alcohol abuse. It, right. is, it is a gigantic problem. And you've got to give people resources and safe places to go to talk. Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we talked about earlier in a podcast was millennials in the workforce and how they're growing and growing and growing and soon to outweigh the rest of the population that's currently working. And if you know anything about a millennial in your home or life, you'll know that they're very technologically savvy. And so making sure your EAP offers online services and making sure that your millennials understand how to access that. Um, Some studies I read show that millennials are actually more willing to ask for help on mental health issues than, say, the older generation who felt like that was a quote unquote private situation, right? And shouldn't be aired at their employer. So making sure that you promote it throughout the year and in different ways, not just when there's a crisis, although that's obviously an important time to put the number out there, or not just during a stressful time like the holidays, but making sure it's available all year long because you don't know what's happening in every single person's life in every single minute 
Yeah, so check with your one, make, see if you have any AP. If you do, reach out to them and ask how they can help you promote their program. They have lots of materials. Exactly. Do they have great stories, right? So there's probably unbelievable stories. And your workforce needs to understand those stories, uh, especially from an outside um, lens. So, and there's ways that you can promote an EAP in a really healthy way throughout the year, not just at an annual enrollment period or an employee meeting, uh, but communication strings. Anne brought up apps. She brought up, uh, you know, uh, mobile devices, bathroom stalls. There's a variety <laughs> of different programs where we can get that information out to the workforce. Right. So don't treat your EAP as an afterthought. It can be a huge perk in promoting your overall benefit package. I think that it really um, rounds that out. And just make sure you're talking about it. Make sure you're looking at it at least once a year. Um, and if you're not sure if you have one, um, call us or call your healthcare consultant um, and, and find out because you probably do. You might need the EAP after I tell you what I got you for Christmas. Oh, <laughs> Uh-oh. is it a big goal for next year? No, I got you another puppy. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. No, I can't take it. He spent two hours in his crate last night because he wouldn't stay out of the lights. <laughs> yeah, your dog's the cutest dog in the oh, world. I know. I'm going to put a picture of Oliver out there on our um, healthierbirthdays.com so you can see how cute my puppy is. Well, we wish all of you uh, happy holidays on behalf of McGowan Bravender. Thanks for listening to Side Effects. I'm Scott McGowan. And I'm Anne Marie Singleton. Have a terrific day. Thanks for listening and opening your mind. If you're interested in learning more, you can reach us at scott at healthierbirthdays.com. Or Anne at healthierbirthdays.com. We hope you'll join us next time on, on Side, Side Effects. Effects.